0: We but
1: mirror the world. All the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found within us. If we change ourselves, the tendencies in
2: the world will also change. This paraphrased quote from Mahatma Gandhi is the basis of the program you are about to hear. I'm Dedelian, and this is Shining Stars a program dedicated to searching out and bringing attention to individuals and organizations that are fostering positive change within our community and within our world. Thank you, as always, for joining me here on Shining Stars. Over the past year, the City of Lansing has implemented a system to help residents quickly and efficiently find answers when needed. From reporting those pesky potholes to locating residential resources, the new call center, now known as Lansing 311, aims to be your, quote, one call to City Hall, unquote. And although the pandemic kind of delayed the official start of the call center in May of 2022, the city officially announced its availability to residents. Uh, To talk about 311 in more detail, joining me in the studio today is the call center manager, Augustine or Augie, as most of us know him, Martinez. Welcome to the show, Augie. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh so was I uh it kind of, did I kind of illustrate what the call center kind of does at the moment? Or yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah,
3: definitely. What we do is we're available for really any services that are um in the scope of what like a resident would need with with the exception of something like nine one one, like an emergency or um, something that like a police or fire, we need to get to 911 still exists. People would still use that for any of the uh, emergency services. But if somebody needed something from the city, like you mentioned potholes, um, an issue with sewer. And
2: I believe you've actually got another, uh, there's something else that's utilized. And I'm trying to remember the name of it, that the city utilizes where you can just report a pothole,
3: right? There is. Yeah. Yeah. So we call, we have what's called Lansing connect, um, that's on our website and what that is is um, it's a spot where uh, citizens or residents can go online and they can submit a like a picture, a video mm-hmm. of something that they might need to have some uh, some help with or request services that covers anything as well from like you know potholes or damaged sidewalk or uh, tree down or anything like that. And residents can actually take like a picture, a video of it, upload all of that, can remain anonymous or can leave their own information on there, um, and uh, and that gets reported as well. Um, so we would be the equivalent to that, except you're going to be getting somebody on the phone and. Um, instead of kind of waiting in a bit of a queue, we actually work directly with departments. So um, when you call three one one and and you report a pothole, we're getting that information directly into that department system. So mm-hmm. it's a, a faster, more expedited way for um, citizens to get access to some any kind of services or resources that the city might be offering. Potentially get their questions answered. Our goal really at three one one is that when someone calls, we would either be the last call that they make for whatever issue they're reporting, mm-hmm. or we would be able to get them to that next place and uh, and not have them try to play the guessing game of figuring out who do I talk to about this or who do I talk to about that? It's one call. it's one spot. And to be clear, you kind
2: of grazed over it a little bit there, but this is not the same as 911 or 211,
3: right? That's correct. Nine one one is still in existence It's still doing everything that it does, and two one one as well. We actually do uh, refer people to two one one if mm-hmm. needed, like if somebody calls. And you know, a lot of times when people call, they they don't know what they are looking for or what might be the best avenue. Um, and three one one actually, uh, we we've realized that there is really a need out there, not just for what services people are looking for, but just to get a, an ability to disseminate what is available to people and who they might be. You know, looking for, they Mm -hmm. they maybe don't know. They don't know who to call or, Mm -hmm. you know, what department handles certain things. And so just figuring that out um, really tends to be a a good part of the initial conversations. And then um, connecting people with those services. Uh, and sometimes with multiple services, you know, somebody calls and maybe they have an issue of a sewer backup in their house. And at the same time, there's a tree down uh, right down the road or, you know, there's a big pothole somewhere. Uh, 3 one now can handle that stuff in the same phone call okay. Where previous. You'd have to kind of call multiple places right, to get right, that right. stuff set up. So um, it works out as, as a really good benefit for uh, for residents calling in. That is awesome. You know, you and I have actually known each other for quite
2: a while. We've known each other mostly outside of uh, this type of atmosphere. Generally, yeah. uh, we're at live concerts. And one of the things that I have always loved about you is and even today you come in here and you just automatically have this smile on your face. And it's awesome. Uh, you always seem like a very positive person. And so I've got to ask you one of my one of my favorite questions is positivity for me. I have to work at
3: it. Do you believe it's like a natural trait for people? Or do you feel like it's like more learned? Um, you know, I I guess I, I kind of feel like it's, it's a bit of a natural trait, at least for me. You know, it, it's something that I just I kind of. I don't, I don't feel like I intentionally like say I'm going to be positive today. Mm-hmm. I will say there are days where, you know, I do have to regroup and, and get myself back together. And that's the thing. I've seen you in a bad mood, but you still managed <laughs> to pull it off looking like you were just okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're definitely, I mean, levity helps quite a bit in, 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 you know, getting through situations and stuff. Um. So, I mean, I think that that really does, does help me. But, but also I think at the end of the day, you know, if, if I feel like m- much like, you know, when we talked about this show is just like, trying to affect, you know, positive change and trying to affect positivity and and not just for myself, but in other people's lives, I think is really something that I, you know, get a lot of like, you know, pleasure from, from being a part of. And, and I think that the more that I feel like I'm up, you know, doing that or, 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 affecting that, I think that it really does help. and. You know the bad stuff is going to be there. We might as well not help it. Is what I say. I <laughs> always know that it's going to move on. I, I'm disappear at some right. point. It exactly. will at some point.
2: Now, your role as the uh, call center manager, you've been doing this actually since before. Uh, the official open in May, and I think there was a soft open in
3: December. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, late December we did. We we quietly turned the phones on, uh-huh. and we um we mostly what we did is we adopted just the main line for the city. So the okay. main line that um, existed in the city. When you called it, um you you got like nine prompts of who you might want to talk to or or what department you might want to talk to, um but most people don't know which department they want to talk to they just know they mm-hmm. have a problem so we quietly adopted that line and um started to field questions so the thing about 311 it is a, it is a really intentional partnership with departments okay um and what i mean by that is it is not just like Oh, we're gonna take our your calls for you and, and take messages for you. Mm-hmm. We are in fact a part of each department. Okay. We are integrated in their department. We're trained in many of the things that those departments do. We kind of pick a line when we start a partnership with the department and then we work to make sure that we can address as many questions as we can on one side of that line. Mm-hmm. And then if, if a need or a request moves past that line, let's say it on, an exception to something or someone that's looking for maybe special permission or something that goes beyond what we've identified, then we can escalate that situation to someone in the department who then can um, take it maybe to a manager or to someone in their respective area, make a determination on something, get back with a, uh, mm-hmm. a resident. And so that way they're getting their questions answered, the department is still getting what they need, and they're getting a little bit of breathing room too. Um, we got agents who are taking a lot of their... Initial phone calls, we hand off the things that we need to and the stuff that we can handle. Um, we we handle that stuff for them. So I like to really use the term intentional partnership because it puts us in a position where we are, in fact, working in each specific department, right? And um and and offering that level of service to residents who call in. So when they call in, it's like you're calling seven different departments and you, you don't know that. And that's okay. We we just want to figure out what it is that you're looking for and get you to the correct place or get you the correct information that you need. Gotcha. Gotcha. It, it was actually kind of a surprise
2: when you and I were talking at one point, it was one of those things where I knew you worked for the city. And then all of a sudden you told me, yeah, I'm working for uh 311, which I didn't even know what it was at that time. And I was like, well, how did you end up getting into that role? Uh, is there a story beyond just I applied for the job that, uh, you know, how you became the call manager there?
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, so actually, um, I started working for the city a couple, just a couple of years ago in the Department of Neighborhoods. Um, and in that department, I really found a good connection with sort of what I like to do, which is like connecting with people and like helping out, helping out in whatever way we can. Um, department of Neighborhoods is really... Uh, Uniquely positioned in the city, I feel like, because they are, they're, they're at a place where it's like, if it's doing something good, then let's do that. Mm. Like that's really, um, it's not an official motto, but it's what I felt when Mm -hmm. I started working there Mm -hmm. in being able to like see the programs that they offer and the things that they do. And the idea that like. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're not doing, you know, X, Y, Z thing because it's glamorous or we're not doing X, Y, Z thing because there's a good photo op in it. But we're doing this thing because it's needed. Um, When we do like, you know, uh, arrange trash cleanups in different locations and things like that. um, It's not like we're we're making money off of that or any of that stuff, but it's but it's it's affecting that change that really is something that's needed. It's something to, you know, and, and, and not just like us, but like seeing civic organizations sort of like work together for a community and work together for an area in the city was really inspiring to me. And so seeing the need that was out there. And then also when, when you work with people sort of on that level of like, you know, we're all out there on a Saturday morning cleaning up, you know, Mm -hmm. a certain park or a certain place or whatever. And then you start to hear some of the other things that people are, you know, have concerns about, or they're, they're trying to figure out what to do. Um, I noticed pretty quickly that, that there, there is a bit of a disconnect between like what residents know or, or, or are facing and then kind of like what the city is offering. Um, so when the position of three, one, one came available, I really looked at it as, as a really cool opportunity for a bridge to help, um, and to try to, make it a little bit easier on both sides really like for residents to be able to get their questions answered or to get the things that they need done and as well on the uh, department side to be able to help take some of those things off of their plate you know like there's a myriad of things that 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 they're just like you know if somebody could just take these questions it would free Mm. me up a little bit one great example is like a they say in, in our operations and maintenance department, it's like, well, when leaf season gets here, you know, we get behind and we'll get upwards of like 600 calls a day. And all we have to do is tell those folks, yep, yeah, we're, we're going to pick your trash or we're going to pick your leaf bags up, we'll so just leave them out there. But they get inundated with these types of calls. Okay. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, we could really affect that w- very quickly, you know and and offer an ability to say like we'll take that off your plate. like you don't have to worry about that anymore. now you can work on the actual things that require your expertise right. um and so for me, I'm kind of getting back to the to the question like i I feel like is a really good opportunity to start on the ground level of something and also to develop it in a way that I saw where there was something missing um in the city already where like, you know, pe- people. I could see where frustration would come from on, on on both sides, and I could see where people had a need, or we're we're, were dealing with something because just because they didn't know who to call. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that's really the the approach that I have taken to the position is like we're here. Like, like I I continue to to stress my own personal motto of like, you know, we're changing lives here. Like, we're 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 doing something that's going to affect some change in somebody's life. And however. You know, my new, it might seem to us like it, it can be a big deal for other folks and, and, and really a lot of the, even just, you know, since, since the launch, a lot of the stories that we've gotten from folks have been awesome, mm. you know, things that, that they didn't know that they, you know, could call somebody and it could be taken care of. And it was just a matter of connecting, you know, the right pieces. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you, when you said it was a, like a bridge.
2: I mean, it it was one of those things where when you were describing it, I was thinking funnel and then you said bridge. And I was like, oh, that's much better right analogy. <laughs> so so was, kudos to you on that. Uh, do you feel like this is something like when you were younger that you said, yeah, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Or is this kind of different than what you anticipated when you were a kid?
3: You know, ever since, and and you mentioned it in the introduction, like, you know, we, we see each other at concerts all the time. So for me, ever since I was younger, I just wanted to be a part of doing music. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm involved in pretty, pretty heavily in the music scene around the area, but I really enjoy just kind of helping people be happy, you know, helping people like where I can. And mm-hmm. I think that, That kind of does transcend a bit, you know, it's like you see some folks out at the concerts or you see some folks, you know, somewhere. And I I, I feel like it's it's a bit, you know, it's in a different arena, but it's still the same feeling Mm -hmm. of like, wow, like that person before we interacted with them was living in a really rough situation. And and because of a couple of things that we could do. I have that same feeling of right. like I help them, you know, have a better day mm-hmm. or have a better time or, you know, or at least I mean, even, you know, not to say that 311 is the end all be all an answer to everybody's concern, but I could at least offer a bit of empathy, a bit of time to maybe listen to someone's story. And also like sometimes people just need to be heard, you know, and, and maybe or maybe they just need someone to explain something to them in a way that. Doesn't seem like it's so adversarial, you know, like, like, it's just like, here's at least the backstory of why this is happening or where it's coming from. Or uh, another thing that we really pride ourselves on in 311 is like, we will answer the phone. And we will call you back. Like we will follow up with this. Um, all of the agents that or that work with me are trained to to definitely like like every single call is your responsibility and and following up with that, and following through with that, finding the correct answer, following back up with the department as well as with the resident is all that person's responsibility. Um, and really, the most the majority of my time is spent just monitoring that and making sure that you know nothing falls through the cracks or anything like that. And um, and so far, it's it's it, it's been really really cool to see.
2: I feel like there's always going to be a learning curve, no matter like any new project like this, because because this is kind of new at least to Lansing, uh, and this has been done in other cities. Is that right?
3: That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So our model is is after uh, Grand, the city of Grand Rapids and the city of Kalamazoo, and I believe Battle Creek just recently started it as well. Okay. Um, really, uh, Grand Rapids has been who we've worked with uh, the closest. Um, they're they're going on their about tenth year now mm-hmm. of having it, and they're at the point now where. Um, Three One One is uh, is so much of a partner that like they're who the departments look to when they w- have a new initiative when okay. they when they want to get the word out when they want to you know whatever it's going to be when they want to connect with residents the one of the first stops they go to is make sure to let the folks in Three One One know okay um and so so yeah that's so awesome it's, yeah it's modeled after those so they're definitely taking you seriously the, yeah yeah we got, <laughs> that's we got, good to know yeah we got I the buy in of some good you know some folks and and I think that that's that's really important circling back to where I was going before. I feel like there's always a learning curve. Do you feel like uh,
2: that you are making progress in that area, and your 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 staff is you've like a lot of those questions you originally had yourself, where you're like, "No, I got this done. Got this. This is what we're going to do here."
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So on on quite a few fronts, actually, with regard to like making progress with that. Um, from from the city side, um, I really believe that we're making a lot of progress with like sort of like one hand helps the other kind of thing um and and really partnering with departments intentionally to like make sure that you know we're able to to work seamlessly with them um but also just on the side of like I really enjoy that as we're implementing this Mm -hmm. when something works we can we can make the decision to continue it or when it doesn't We can make the decision to be like, oh, no, let's let's review. Let's change something here. Um, And, you know, continuous improvement is is something that I'm, you know, really, really uh, an an advocate for. And, you know, the idea of like if something isn't working correctly, then let's, you know, let's move on or let's expand on it. But let's not continue to do the same thing when we know that it's not working or that it might not Mm -hmm. be the best way that we could do it. Um, So. So, yeah. So for me, like those connections, those ways of like doing things, some of the departments that we, you know, that we first started with, like it's, it's very much a really good seamless transition. I mean, there are times where we can get the word out about something in literally a minute where before it may have taken a little bit longer for somebody, you know, a a perfect example is that is one day the, the, or the turn light at a, jolly and cedar which is obviously a huge 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 yeah, uh, yeah. yeah i mean in and, 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 a lot of traffic yeah and before the police knew about it before any of that stuff we were able to get the word out get the right people on it and get it called oh that's awesome so quickly um so that that's something that has you know and that's due to like a really great partnership with their department and making sure that, you know, we we have a means to communicate with them on emergencies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, kind of a communication backwards where, like, now they have told us, okay, somebody's on it, so the other 15, 20, 30 people that called to tell us the same thing were like, yep, it's already been, you know, taken care of. We got people on the way. Um, and so it really, it really does affect some, you know, positive change, especially when it's something that affects people's safety and, you know, their ability to go on about their day. So... I've
2: heard you mention your coworkers a couple of times here and there, and I, I can only imagine that they are essential to what you're doing.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I've said I stated it in, in, you know, when when we're initially training and I've said it even before we we did the hiring for them is um, it does take a, a, a certain kind of mindset to be able mm-hmm. to sort of turn on a dime and, and, you know, for one phone call, you have one hat on for another phone call, you have to take that hat off and put another one on. And, you know, one might require a certain kind of training that you had. And then another phone call, you're doing a completely different thing. Um, And so, yeah, so their, their ability to, to be flexible, to continue to have the level of customer service that they do while they're being flexible. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even just the ability to like listen while you're like, you know, typing and, Taking notes and making sure that you're understanding what people are talking about. Um the, one of the things that I find so interesting is people have so many different words for things, you know, like what's that thing in the street called? I don't know, but it's leaking, <laughs> you know, like and so we have to like, you know. I, I'm one of those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah and me too sometimes too. And and so we have to, you know, really try to figure out like what it is they're talking about, you know, and and make sure that we are we're getting the information helping them understand that, you know, w- w- set the expectation that they know we're on it. We're going to get somebody out there. Um, and then communicating that to the respective people in the department or the people who are going to do the work. Also, I'm um, another really great thing that I love about the folks that I work with is there. I have six people that work for me and they're all like l- like investigators. Um, mm-hmm. If you hand us a process or a procedure, mm-hmm. um, we're going to go through it. And if there's anything that doesn't connect or doesn't make sense, like we eat, sleep, and breathe it. And so like, it's like, well, wait a minute, you said this here, but how do we do that here? And how does that get back circle to where we need to be? Um, And so I'm really thankful that I have a really, a really good team um, of folks who help in that regard and, and help, so it's not just me saying like, you know, these processes have to make sense, not just to us, but to the people that we're giving the information to as well. Mm. And then also to fulfill the need of whatever the departments are looking for. You know, there's going to be certain things that we have to collect for them, or we have to get them um, in order to do the work or in order to, you know, affect change in whatever it is they're doing. And so um, it it, it does tend to be a lot of of things. um, When someone comes on board, I'm very much uh, try to stay cognizant of the idea that they are Wrapping their hands around not just like pieces of one department, but pieces of several. Right. Um, And at this point, we are we are not completely partnered with every single department. We are working to bring those on as we go. We're saving some of the emergency stuff for last. We haven't partnered with police or fire or the Lansing city attorney, the law area yet, or any of the like human resource community service area. Um, those are the kind of ones that we're saving for, for later. But, uh, but some of the, is other there stuff. a reason for that? A goal objective? Um, you know, some of the stuff really has been because like of the legal ramifications, okay. like there's some stuff that's like, that makes sense. You have to be, you know, a certain level to, to sure. know that. Um, and then also, we don't even want to brush up against what, like 911 <laughs> or blur that line. <laughs> I can understand that. So we're very much, we, we want to stay cognizant of that and really give the agents and the office an ability to, to really sort of get run run in and become a, a, a really good machine. Not only take the, the, the information that we have from the departments and kind of comb through that stuff, but do some, you know, positive improvement on that. So once all that's done, then the stuff that can be a little bit more temperamental when we get it, we can take our time with it.
2: Right. And obviously in your situation, uh, your connection to emergency services would be non-emergency related. Correct. And so you're probably trying to figure out what those areas would be and how you could be helpful. Absolutely. That's very good. I, I think it's awesome that the city put this together because- it is a very obvious and easy way to remember. Hey, I need to get some information. Three one one is the number to call. There's had to be some tough parts to this because you're going to have to hear complaints. I know that absolutely, but there's got to be some really rewarding parts to this job as well. What's what's what have you found the most rewarding about doing this
3: so far? So for me, it's the motto of like changing lives. Um, just real briefly, I mean, so one of my one of my huge success stories um, was attending a meeting that it was, it was just a community, a community meeting about, um, the consumer financial protection initiative. And, um, I, I sit on that committee and, and while we were at that meeting, we heard a lady speak and this, this meeting was only, I uh, say about five months ago, four months ago, something like that. She had mentioned that she had had some work done and her sewer line had been, uh, Broken. Yeah. In some way it was broken. It wasn't working. And she had had a neighbor come over and help her try to fix it and get it going. And they couldn't get it going. They couldn't figure out what to do. And so she ordered a external porter potty like that she was using. And then she was like, they were having to take care of like, like tub water and things like that, like pump it out of her house. I mean, and then I was like, so in the, at the end of this meeting, I pulled you know her aside along with uh, with Luciana from the city. And we're like, we got to help mm-hmm. this lady because this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, how long has this been going on? You know, and she's like, well, it happened a little bit before Thanksgiving. And I'm like, wow, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I don't like have you called the city? Have you? And she's like, well, no, I didn't. Call, I didn't know who to call. So I didn't call anybody. And I'm like, no, no, like, no. And so I took her information um, the the very next day, did a calling all cars of all of my contacts, um, worked with the public service department, worked with a couple of different areas and literally in 24 hours contacted her back and and she's like, yes, it's working, it's flowing. And there was no like cost to her. There was no, you know, all it was was just connecting with the correct place. Mm. And, you know, I mean, I, I just couldn't even imagine, and you know, and to, to talk to her and you know have her know that like things are working. And I'm like, anytime you need to call three one one for anything, like if you need to you know report any of this stuff, even if you don't think it's us, like right. just call and just we'll, call we'll, just f- yeah. we'll we'll get the yeah we'll we'll help you find it. We'll figure it out. Like if, if it's not us, we'll figure out who it is.
2: We're gonna you know take that time, which is exactly the point of bringing you in here to let people know about this, so let the them know first of all that the three one one exists and that if you don't have the answers, at least give them a call and hopefully you guys can help find those Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we're getting low on time here but I wanted to ask you real quick anything new,
3: exciting something coming up? Yeah I mean so with regard to you know the city and 311 every day is definitely a new day like we the, no, no two days are the exact same. Um, our our biggest thing right now though that we have coming up is um, we have partnered with the clerk's office and obviously the election's coming up and so we're mm-hmm. looking for a huge um, influx of phone calls mostly because of the redistricting that happened with sense and all that yep, jazz. Yep. So lots of people need to call in and figure out where they're supposed to vote. Yep. Um, many of them have changed, and so um, I probably would have missed it if I didn't have to notice. <laughs> I,
2: I just yeah. I noticed and went, oh
3: yeah, it's a completely different place. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and you know, so and we're able to help you know people look that up like right there on the phone. Like, mm-hmm, oh, yep, it was mm-hmm. here, now it's here. So that's a big a that's big one huge, that's happening. Yeah. And then the next one for us is um, we're actually bringing an assessor's office on board in the next should be within the next few weeks as well. Um, we uh, we've done all the training with them and now it's time for for them to come on board and uh, so that's really exciting for the 311 area um, and whenever we bring a new department on board there's there's obviously like the hold your breath real quick just to make sure that all the lines are, are running correctly but then when the calls start coming in um, you really start to see that training go into action and you really start to see like oh wow like this does work. And, and and then for me, it's like, okay, where do we need to, like, wh- where are the, the weak spots or where are the, right. the holes in the dam, the things that maybe we didn't think about? Inevitably, there's going to be some. I believe some. they call that management. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was a word for it. <laughs> But, yeah, so so we're looking we're looking forward to that. um obviously the the election's gonna be a big one. we we're gonna be we're gonna be open the whole time as mm-hmm. well, along with so we'll be all the way till eight o'clock um to help them out with their with the phone stuff. and then um really just helping people understand like you know where they can go vote, where drop boxes are, absentee voting, all of that jazz um, is gonna be it already has we are, already has affected our phone numbers, but as we get closer to to november we're we're definitely gonna see. Uh, an increase very good uh, Augie, yeah, i think it's awesome that uh, you are
2: a part of it uh if anybody wants to look it up on the web or not, you can always do that by uh just searching lansing 311 although you could probably just call 311 and they give you the information on that too as well right absolutely <laughs> we're there we're gonna answer it's augie martinez uh and he of course is the uh, manager of the 311 call center here in lansing michigan thanks for coming in man Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I got one final question for you. And it is the question I ask of all my shining star guests. If you had the ability to snap your fingers and put one thought into the collective consciousness of the entire human race at the same time,
3: what would that thought be? Interesting. Um, I would say, don't forget we're all in this together. All in this together. What's a, I think so. I. Right and you can call 311 to find and, out. And, yeah, and <laughs> we're right there with you. <laughs> Elaborate on that just a touch. I mean, I just, you know, I feel like um I feel like with in my life at least I've seen a lot of like, you know, separation it, not you know, amongst communities, amongst, you know, cities, amongst so many things and I think that I, I really feel like we have to recognize that that we we all need to rely on each other at some point or another. And and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That is true. Um, And and I think that that there's always a better way to do things and and there's a way to be inclusive and, you know, have empathy and have a sense of like, you know, helping your neighbor and not not necessarily because you get anything out of it, but just because it's the right thing to do. So that's an awesome answer. Go ahead and snap your fingers and make that happen.
1: Remember.
2: We can all contribute something good to this world.
1: No matter how big
4: or how small, a simple smile or a friendly gesture is all it takes to expand positivity
0: one inch further.
2: Thanks so much for listening to Shining Stars and, of course, sharing your time with me today. I'm Dindallian, and you can listen to this episode of Shining Stars On Demand along with other LCC Connect programs at lccconnect.org. sharing the voices of Lansing Community College. Visit us at lccconnect.org.
0: LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. Lansing Community College's Business and Community Institute provides businesses with customized synergistic trainings that realize logistical opportunity. Learn more about the future of business today at lcc.edu slash bci.
5: Are you among the millions of Americans living with chronic pain? If so, you may think prescription opioids are the solution. The truth is the benefits of opioids are limited. Opioids only mask the pain. Opioids also come with serious side effects, ranging from nausea to withdrawal symptoms to overdose. As many as 25% of people who are prescribed opioids struggle with addiction, and those who are addicted to opioids are 40 times more likely to move on to heroin. No one wants to live in pain, but no one should put their health at risk to be pain-free. There is another choice, physical therapy. Physical therapists treat pain through movement and exercise, no warning labels required, and you get to be an active participant in your care. Choose to treat your pain safely. Choose physical therapy. Visit moveforwardpt.com to find a physical therapist near you. This public service announcement is brought to you by the American Physical Therapy Association.
2: On the success scenario, we meet and hear from current LCC students who face adversity, why they chose LCC, and how they turned their situation into a successful one.
1: Definitely now after second semester, my self-confidence is up there. I can do this and I can do this well. Age has nothing to do with it. Like I told you before, I have, the, I have notes from that first meeting, and it was take your age out of it. You deserve to be here. You belong here.
2: I'm Dustin Abrego. The Success Scenario is a program dedicated to inspiring students towards a path of success. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime online at lccconnect.org. Lansing Community College is proud to present We're Better Than That. An anti-bigotry campaign. Embracing diversity is a continuing process, one that requires honesty, cooperation, and meaningful conversations. At Lansing Community College, we understand our journey towards inclusion and equity begins with an examination of how we relate to one another and a pledge to engage in the work necessary for meaningful progress to facilitate conversations and initiatives that will combat racism and hate speech in our college community. Office of Diversity and Inclusion has partnered with the Office of Police and Public Safety to create We're Better Than That, a comprehensive campaign to combat institutional bias and racism. To find out more about We're Better Than That, visit lcc.edu. LCC. Connect. Voices.
1: Vibes.
4: Vision. Hey, hey, hey. This is Lisa A, and you're listening to Who's That Star on LCC Connect at Lansing Community College. Who's That Star is a behind-the-scenes show where I sit down and talk with the employees at the college. This is an inside look at LCC where you will have a chance to learn about their passions, projects, what inspires them both at work and in their personal lives. I'm your host, Lisa Alexander. I'm so excited to get a chance to talk to all the people who make LCC great. This show is for you to get to know the people that work at Lansing Community College a little bit more and see what makes them tick. Are you ready? Okay, let's go see who's today's star. We have another recently added star to the family as a guest today. This star earned a Bachelor's of Business Administration in Health Service Administration in 2011 from Davenport University. She worked for a short while with Community Mental Health before getting an opportunity to return to her alma mater as a high school admissions representative. She served the central region of Michigan, helping students transition smoothly from high school to university until 2015, when she became the senior admissions representative for the community college team. In this role, our star worked closely with Lansing Community College and our students to promote and create awareness regarding transfer opportunities from LCC to Davenport. During her time in this role, she earned a master's degree in management from Davenport. Shortly after earning her master's degree, she was promoted to director of high school admissions for the community college team. She said she thoroughly enjoyed being back with the high school population because it's her passion to help young people see their potential and invest in themselves and their future. This past May, our star concluded her 12-year career at Davenport University to grow professionally in a new role. She is the Associate Dean of Strategic Enrollment Management here at LCC. Are you guys ready to learn who's today's star? Drum roll. Today's star is Alyssa Andrews. Welcome Alyssa. We're so glad to have you here on Who's That Star?
6: Thank you so much for having me.
4: We're excited so we're going to begin. Where were you born and raised?
6: Oh, I actually was born in Key Largo, Florida. Oh. Yes, the warm weather definitely draws me, um, but only lived there a short while and then was born and raised in Essexville, Michigan. i okay. not sure if you ever heard of it.
4: I've heard of Essexville, but I'm not sure where it's at.
6: It's a close to Bay City, Michigan, okay. or Saginaw, is okay. what a lot of people yeah, know. Yeah,
4: Saginaw. Okay, so when did you go to Davenport?
6: In 2011, I attended um, at the... Uh, Saginaw campus so I actually started in 2009 there and then graduated from Davenport in 2011
4: so Mm -hmm. like a university center was that they have like a or do they have a main place in Davenport and Saginaw
6: so they actually have satellite campuses the main campus is in Grand Rapids right right off of M6 and that's where the dorm rooms are the athletic teams the more traditional student life Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are multiple satellite campuses across Michigan Saginaw was one at the time it has since closed but that's the one that I attended.
4: Okay, well, I noticed that you you got your business administration and healthcare administration bachelor's degree mm, from Davenport. Mm-hmm. So how did you end up in higher ed?
6: Absolutely, so... It's a a funny story. I actually anticipated going to college for forensic psychology originally. If you've ever seen Criminal Mm Minds, Dr. Reed Spencer, yes, that's who I aspired to be. Um, And then I ended up uh, getting pregnant with my son. Okay. Um, And I met with my academic advisor at the time at the college that I was attending. And they said, oh, well, you just have about 10 more years to become that doctor of psychology. Oh, wow. And I said, I don't have that much time. <laughs> right. I need to start making money and to be able to provide for my son. Right. Um, so I actually went to Davenport, transferred there and basically said, what degree can I get the fastest mm-hmm. with the credits that I'm transferring in? And it was just an amazing, amazing admissions representative there that just kind of was like my cheerleader and believed in me and said I could get the degree in health services administration the fastest. Okay. And so I said, sign me up.
4: Right, right.
6: And and I did that and I, I did my practicum um, at Community Mental Health and I started working there for a short time, but it just was weighing on me mm-hmm. emotionally. Um, I couldn't make the clean cut when I would go home at night. Yeah, so it was. It was a lot for me. Um, and an opportunity presented itself at Davenport to be the person who had really inspired me and helped me right. start my college journey. And I said, that is what I want to do. Um, and so I applied for it and ended up becoming the high school admissions representative there.
4: And the rest is history. The rest
6: is history. That's how I got into higher education.
4: Yeah, well, that's an interesting story. And, you know, It seems like it's where you're supposed to be because you do a lot of good work. I worked with you before you were actually an LCC Mm -hmm. star, and you were very passionate about the work that you did, and you were always making yourself available and accommodating. So I know that we're lucky to have you and get you here. So can you tell me about your work at LCC? Like, what department do you work in here, and what is your official title?
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So I work in the Student Affairs Division, and my department is Strategic Enrollment Management. Mm -hmm. Um, My title is Associate Dean of Strategic Enrollment Management. And people are probably wondering, well, what does that mean? Right. So with under my area are six departments here at LCC. It's the University Center, the Admissions uh, Department, Outreach and Recruitment, the Star Zone, Mm -hmm. uh, so the Enrollment Support Specialist, the Veteran and Military Affairs Global Student Services, which services all of our international students, um, and then the Registrar's Office. Okay. So, in a nutshell, um, <laughs> my job is to work with all of those six departments to really dissect the data um, and make sure that we're offering the resources that our students need, removing the barriers in hopes that that will um, equate to increased enrollment for Lansing Community College.
4: Oh, that's great. You got a lot of areas. I do. I do. It seems like it's hard to manage. Like, you have, and you're new because you got here. When did you say you started?
6: May 31st.
4: So, May 31st, you have six areas Mm -hmm. that you got. Have you been here six months?
6: I've not been here six months. (laughs) A little over four months now. Um, but the greatest part I think about having the six areas that I have is mm. that they all need to collaborate so yes. closely together, mm-hmm. um, that it makes it a little bit easier in like implementing strategic plans and, and changes, um, because they do need to work so closely together. And it kind of brought together all of my passions that right. I had from Davenport into one role. So that's been really cool.
4: Yeah. Cause the, like the business administration aspect of it, knowing how to, manage a business because this is what that is and those different areas have those you know special needs and you get an opportunity to kind of oversee all that and make it right and give our students a good experience so I think that's great um what do you like most about what you do here at LCC and I know it's new because you just started so but from so far what do you like
6: So far, what I'm most excited about and enjoying the most is that Lansing Community Community College offers a high quality, affordable education Mm -hmm. where students can really figure out what it is that they like Mm -hmm. and maybe make some wrong turns along the way without it costing them an arm and a leg or being in debt for the rest of their life. And I just didn't know personally when I was a student about the community college option mm-hmm. and, and the route and the two plus twos and the three plus one transferability options. Um, and so I'm really excited to offer the personalized attention through mm. the resources that we have at a very affordable price for students, um, because I believe that that higher education is it should be a right afforded to everybody. So.
4: Yes, definitely, and or some some type of training you know mm-hmm. if you don't want to get an associate's degree, that's fine, but we have a lot of certificates, but we want you to have a good experience and i I think that you're gonna do a great job in that because I know you always made us feel good uh Thank listened you. and heard, and so I think that you'll do that for your staff and the students as well, so I'm excited well with that being said four months in, what would you like your legacy to be at LCC?
6: That is a good question. Um, so I would like my legacy here at LCC to be that everything that I did was with the students in mind, Okay, Uh, removing the red tape, removing any barriers, um, Maybe removing things that even if it's unpopular um, amongst departments Mm -hmm. or whatnot, but just every decision that I make being really student focused um, and going into it, knowing that we did what was right for the student. And that's what I want my legacy to be.
4: That's a good legacy, you know, to just know that I'm trying to do everything in my power to make this the best possible experience from you for you. And I think, you know, people have hiccups, but to be intentional about that, I think, is is very important. So I'm glad about that. What career advice would you give yourself now that you've been in here, if your younger self? What would you give someone coming in? What would you tell them?
6: A career advice that I would give is that it is great to be transparent and it's great to be open and honest, but one should also be careful about maybe sharing too much personally. Um, And that's a lesson that I learned early on. Mm -hmm. Like it might have been my second week at Davenport. I had somebody sit down with me and and provide me with that advice. And I've always been an open book because I thought it was really inspiring to Mm -hmm. share the struggles uh, and the challenges that I had come um, through and surpassed, um, but I did get that piece of advice, and then it just made me be a little bit more cautious about how much I share and when, right? Um, because not everybody always has your best interest at heart, um, and so it's important to know that before you share too much.
4: That's a that's a good one, because um, I overshare. I overshare. I tell too much stuff, and people are like, uh, "Maybe you shouldn't have said that," but no, I get that. And then you never know who you know is. Your best interests at heart, mm-hmm. so I think that that's a good piece of career advice. so now we're gonna go into life lessons. Have you learned the hard way?
6: A life lesson that I learned the hard way is that it's great to have a plan, but if that plan has to change, that's okay. yeah, um, I'm Not- very much a type A personality. I'm a planner, so when things don't go my way. I automatically it can overwhelm me. I can get flustered, Um, and that's something that I had to learn. Is you know, there's there's a path that was set out for you that you have no control over, and you (laughs) just have to you have to roll with the punches sometimes. Kind
4: of grow with it. That's right, and that's a uh, that flexibility can save you a lot of pain, mm-hmm. you know, later not being so caught up and you saying you identified yourself as a type A kind. And so mm-hmm. that's something that you I'm sure you had to really work through. And
6: absolutely a long time of working on myself, identifying it, and just knowing that, that it's okay. Because I found myself earlier on in life, um, Forcing things because that was the plan. That's what I had laid out. Mm -hmm. Um, And forcing things can also lead to big mistakes in the end. And so you just have to accept if the plan's not working, you have to pivot and go with plan B. And plan B can be just as good as plan A.
4: Right, definitely, or better sometimes Mm -hmm. because plan A might not have been what you were supposed to do. So what is something you are really proud of and why?
6: I am most proud proud of my career, Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, I was a single mom Mm -hmm. going to school full time, working full time. My son um, is 15 now, um, and we made a lot of sacrifices together Mm -hmm. in order to better our future and to set our lives up for success and change the trajectory of our future. Right. Um, and so I'm very proud of the fact that I've continued to work hard and continue to grind and just achieve that next step, that next promotion, that next level. Yes. Um, and Davenport afforded me a lot of great training opportunities to put me in the position that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but to be fairly young in my career, um, to be an associate Dean, it's something that I'm really, really proud of because, um, there was a lot of blood sweat and tears that went into getting getting that education and getting into this place so
4: yeah no i you should be proud because that pregnancy could sometimes you know swerve people off right they mm-hmm. think they can't do certain things and you showed that you can but it's a determination and a sacrifice and that's admirable and you mm-hmm. should be proud of yourself because I know like my daughter's graduating at the end of 23 June and I'm proud of myself because I was like I'm a single parent I did have help you know later on but it's hard and you have to do that and, and stay true to yourself and what your goals are.
6: Absolutely. And my, I, that's the other thing that I always say is m- my son, really, he is very, he's good in school. He's a great football player on the football field. He's respectful. Uh, um, so he's, he's my personal biggest right, exactly. Um, in getting to where he is too, because, you know, it was just us for the first 11 years of his life. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do
4: you have other children?
6: I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm engaged, and my fiance and I. Oh, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. We are a family of eight. So wow. Yes, we have six children in in our family, uh, and I, they range in age from two to twenty.
4: Wow. That's oh. a crazy range.
6: <laughs> yes. And my oldest, um, the 20-year-old, she's uh, a student here at Lansing Community College. Oh,
4: okay, so. good, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So I know you mentioned before when we were talking somewhere, and we're cross-town rivals. We are. So I'm a Everett Viking, if you all don't know. I graduated from Everett, but my daughter also attends Everett. Now, your son, where does he go?
6: Uh my two older boys attend Sexton High okay. School. Okay.
4: Yes, Crosstown Rivalry. We
6: are. Yes.
4: And so, um you said that they, do both sons play football or just one?
6: They do. So, my sophomore, um, my 15-year-old, he plays on varsity. Okay. Um, yes. He's He did. Yeah. He started as a freshman on varsity and wow. a linebacker. So okay. Very proud of that. And then my middle son, he plays um, on the eighth grade team. So, oh. he's not in high school yeah. yet. Yeah. He's on the path to be starting on varsity next year as well, so...
4: Okay, you said you're engaged, so when is the big day, or when do you have that planned?
6: July of 2023. So we've been engaged for a while, but the pandemic, it, you know, uh, threw a wrench in some of our plans, so now that things are becoming a little bit more normal, and we're getting back to things, uh, we've set the date for July of 2023 now, so very excited about that.
4: Yes, that's going to be a holiday weekend. and It will. Have a good time, and then you'll know you'll always be able to do something fun.
6: Absolutely, yes. Because my fiance um, is also a football coach at Sexton.
4: Okay, so
6: the boys and him spend a lot of time in the summer preparing for the big season. So that'll be that'll be a dead week for them, and we can you know enjoy our anniversary each year.
4: Yeah, do something. See, that's smart, ladies. You gotta you gotta think about that, you know, or whoever partners when you have a a partner or a mate that does sports, mhm, you have to figure out what's gonna be the most doable way to have trips. And not conflict with sports.
6: Absolutely, one hundred percent. So, at least I would just like to mention, you know, we did beat. I don't the Everett Vikings. I don't hear year. that. So just saying.
4: <laughs> I just did. Saying. I was there.
6: You were okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> my daughter was drum major, so I was there okay. for Everett, and I was like, okay, I'm focusing on her, not on the football game, but I am still a Vikings. But the Big Reds did do a good job. Have to take my hat off to them. I I did work there some years ago, so I am, I'm a Lansing area person, but Everett's first.
6: There we go. Okay.
4: So, uh, what's your favorite quality about yourself?
6: My favorite quality about myself is my perseverance mm-hmm. It's just to never give up. Yeah. Um, I heard a quote probably in the middle of my professional career That no doesn't mean no, not ever. No just means no, not right now. Right. Okay. And so if something just isn't shaking out for you right now, it doesn't mean that it can never happen. It just means you have to find another path to get there and to make that happen. So something that I live by and, you know, perseverance is just important. You can't give up. Hard work pays off.
4: It does. It does. And I think when you see it and you've lived it, you can be a good testimony to people about that. And It does. You got to do the hard work to get mm-hmm. what you want and where you want to be. So what is the motivation to work hard? Always been there or have you just like, did you get it from your parents or is something that you picked up on your own?
6: So I'm intrinsically, I'm just self-motivated to do the best. I like to be the best. If right. I'm going to do something then I want to do it right. And I want to be really good at whatever it is that I'm doing. Um, But it definitely comes from my parents. My parents were both very much, um, my dad was in the laborers union. My mom was a preschool teacher. Um, Mm. (laughs) Yes, yes, hats off to her. Um, And just always worked really hard. They taught me early on in life, and and we didn't have a lot growing up. So it was, you worked hard. If you want something, you have to work hard to get it. Um, And that definitely is just always played with me um went along with me through my entire life is if I want something I can't depend on anybody else I have to put in the work and go get it for myself and so um that keeps me motivated and then just my kids my yeah. family you know I'm really um wanting to change the tra- trajectory and set up some generational wealth for my family so that you know each with each generation it gets better and better and right. puts everyone in a better spot in the future and so that starts with me Um, and, and the work that I've done in my college education. And so I just want to, they, they keep me motivated and grinding to be able to set that up for them in their future.
4: Yeah. And it's thoughtful, you know, you know what you want, you see the vision and the goal. So that's a a good thing. Well, Lissa, I've loved talking to you. Our time is winding down, but I have one last question and I got to ask you, are you go blue or are you go green?
6: Oh, I am go green.
4: Okay, yes.
6: Yes, we are a house divided, but I've always <laughs> been an MSU fan, so go green.
4: Well, yeah, okay, I know, because it, uh, there's a lot of houses divided around here where we have these people who live in Lansing, right by East Lansing, that are U of M fans, but I'm not going there. hmm Because I do wish U of M good luck when they are not playing Michigan State. Absolutely.
6: So, I'm a Michigan fan when they're not playing Michigan State as well.
4: So we can we can learn and we can do that. We'll we'll do that. But I just wanted to ask that question as one of the questions I like to ask people before they leave. But Alyssa, I want to thank you for coming. on. Who's that starter today? I think um, students, parents and the community will find that when they come, you know, to LCC, you're going to make a difference in that experience that they get. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it.
6: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me today. It's been great.
4: You've been listening to Who's That Star. I'm Lisa A., and you can listen to this episode of Who's That Star and other shows from LCC Connect anytime online at lccconnect.org. Thank you for listening. Catch me next time. To find out who's that star,
2: this is LCC Connect Voices, Vibes, Vision.
0: Lansing Community College students now have the option to go beyond an associate degree through LCC's University Center. The University Center is a partnership between LCC and five four-year universities. Located on LCC's downtown campus, these universities offer junior and senior level courses, leading to more than 30 bachelor's degrees, several post-baccalaureate certificates, and options to obtain a master's degree. Current and former LCC students can take advantage of the convenient location at the corner of Capitol Avenue and Shiawassee Street on LCC's downtown campus find out more about the University Center visit lcc.edu. Okay here are five important reasons why your son or daughter should play a high school sport.
5: Number one
0: high school sports teach valuable life lessons like self-discipline sportsmanship and time management skills. Two teens who play a high school sport have better grade point averages and fewer disciplinary problems.
5: Number three
0: High school sports help fight teen obesity and substance abuse. Here's number four. High school sports provide wholesome, constructive after-school activity, perfect for today's families.
5: And number five.
0: And high school sports are safer than ever before. Injury surveillance and research, better equipment, and the continuing education programs for coaches provided by state and national athletic associations have made high school sports safer than ever before.
6: This message presented by the
5: Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
3: To celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, the City of Lansing will be having an event at the Alfreda Schmidt Community Center on October 7th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's going to be out there on Wise Road. There's going to be food, educational and historical exhibits, traditional dancing, and more. Once again, this
2: event, a celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, taking place October 7th. To keep up to date with this event and other events by the City of Lansing, visit the official City of Lansing Facebook page. LCC, connect, voices, vibes,
0: vision. Welcome to the Star Zone, a program dedicated to
6: highlighting the services and resources available to students at Lansing Community College.
1: I'm Rhonda Miller, Dean of Student Affairs. Now let's find out what's in the zone, the Star Zone. I'm Cassie Little, and I'm with the student engagement team here at LCC. We are here to help new students begin their journey at LCC and create that strong foundation that will ultimately lead to earning a certification, associate's degree, or transferring to a university. We know that the admissions process for college can sometimes be confusing and overwhelming, so we're here to help. If you're thinking about attending LCC, we're available to answer your questions, help you navigate the steps to get started, and we'd love to give you a tour of our awesome campus. We can communicate with you through an in-person or virtual appointment, by phone, email, text, or however you prefer. If you're not sure where to start, you can visit lcc.edu and click the Request Info button to get in contact with my team. We look forward to hearing from you.
6: Thanks so much for listening. Once again, I'm Rhonda Miller, and I invite you to find out more about the other features of the Star Zone by visiting lcc.edu/slash in the zone
2: this is wlnz lansing you're listening to lcc connect a weekly program that features the voices vibes and vision of lansing community college To find out more about LCC Connect programs or to listen on demand, visit us at lccconnect.org. LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision.